Consequence Podcast Network. This is the Album of the Week, a weekly series here on the Consequence of Sound Podcast Network that features an in-depth discussion on the week's most topical release, and I'm your host, Dedrick Hendricks. Every week I talk to a various staff writer at Consequence of Sound and we review the most topical release of the week right here on the Album of the Week. Before we get started, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are available. Make us one of your favorites by subscribing and scroll on down and leave us a review and let us know what you guys are thinking. Last night we did Dido. Still on my mind, and I was joined last week by Ren Graves. This week, we have another fantastic album. Last week, I really loved the Dido album. This week, I like this album probably even more, to be quite honest with you. But this week, we have Lux Prima by Karen O and Danger Mouse. That's our album of the week this week. And this week, I'm joined by Ren Graves. Ren Graves is joining us here. Sick of me, Dedrick. It's glad to, I'm glad to be back, man. <laughs> How you doing? Absolutely today? not. Absolutely not. I'm always down to talk some music with you. I'm starting to. I said last week I'm starting to get, um, you know, on the pop side of things. I'm starting to enjoy the pop songs. So this week it was refreshing to go back to what I'm familiar with: a little bit of rock, soul, funk, everything mixed all into one. All kind of different genres. So feels good to be back on the on back on my side here. Um, a little bit more of my comfort area and learning a little bit more about Karen O and Danger Mouse and your fantastic review is up at consequencesound.net if anybody wants to give it a read but let's go ahead and dig into the new album Lux Prima so kind of introduce let's start with Karen O introduce to the audience who exactly is Karen O okay so Karen O is uh, born in South Korea she's an American singer songwriter she uh, is a legend of that early 2000s New York indie rock scene mm-hmm. she uh, fronted uh, still front seat uh, yeah, yeah, yeahs. Uh, they had the big hit Maps, uh, uh, which a lot of people know with the lyrics, they don't love you like I love you. Yep. And then um, they started to go into more of a polished, dancier sort of uh, sound uh, with its blitz in 2009. And then uh, their last album by Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs was uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. And uh, Karen's been on uh, a bit of a hiatus from that project, but has been very busy with other stuff. She's been doing film scoring. She uh, she uh, was nominated for an Oscar for a song she contributed to the movie Her, and she did the score for Where the Wild Things Are. Um, and uh, she has uh, <laughs> had quite a career. And then Danger Mouse is uh, uh, born Brian Burton, and uh, he first grew to prominence with the Grey Album, which was a mashup of uh, Jay-Z verses and Beatles songs. Dedrick, did you, did you listen to that when, you, when it came out? Absolutely did. Absolutely, man. Loved it. Yeah, I think it was clear <laughs> almost instantly that uh, he had an ear for, for the musicality of, of sampling and just a way of layering and putting things together that it, it never felt like a, a remix. Mm-hmm. Um, it it uh, instantly attracted a lot of attention. Uh, I, think, I think it took him by surprise. Um, and pretty soon, you know, once all of the lawyers got done shaking their fists at him, <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he started working with uh, MF Doom, um, the sort of reclusive uh, indie rapper. Um, they released a project called Danger Doom, uh, they sort of partnered with Adult Swim, and then he started working with um, 
uh, CeeLo Green on Gnarls Barkley. And, you know, people who love, you know, old school Southern hip hop and uh, R&B, yeah. of course, knew who CeeLo Green was. But I think uh, now it's hard to remember that Gnarls Barkley kind of uh, made him a star again in a way and made, you know, his appearance on The Voice and other things possible. And uh, uh, that was due in large part, I think, to, to the... Uh, ear that Danger Mouth has. He's a, he's a brilliant drummer. He really is. I mean, we, we have a lot of great drummers right now, Pharrell in that category, but he's, mm-hmm. he's very nuanced and very uh, uh, giving as a drummer. He sets vocalists up for success, and lots of people sound, sound uh, more vibrant when, when he's producing them than they, than they do otherwise. Or you have an artist like uh, James Mercer who fronts The Shins, um, very successful in his own right, of course. Um, but uh, has put out a couple of albums with uh, Danger Mouse now, I think. And, you know, and, and I think that has to do with just the... the he's, he seems to be someone that people love collaborating with. He seems to be one of those just, like, really gifted collaborators, somebody you always want in the room. And so these, these two artists, Karen O and Danger Mouse, arrive uh, with all the, you know, accolades and... and prestige that you could expect from somebody in the music industry today. Obviously, rock isn't quite as close to the heart of uh, popular culture as it once was. Um, but sometimes these, 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 you know, highly anticipated summits of, of great minds kind of disappoint. And uh, I am happy to report that that is not the case here. Absolutely not. Um, and uh, this album... Lux Prima, you know, f- basically finds two icons at the peak of their creative freedom, as they put it. Um, and th- that's what brings us to this album. So great way to segue into Lux Prima. So let's go ahead and dig into it. What's kind of the lowdown getting into this album in particular with both of these two creative minds joining together? Um, so it's they've built a sort of shared vocabulary out of like funk, disco, Soul and, and rock, of course, lots of lots of rock. Mm-hmm. Um, the album is nine tracks, and it's all killer, no filler. It's it's it's. There's not a boring song on here, and the uh, the songs have a great movement to them. So it, it opens with the title track, Lux Prima, um, which is Latin for like first light. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a Latin scholar, but and uh, <laughs> it kind of captures a bit of that warmth and mystery of like that first dawn light. Are sort of compositional thinking. There's different movements. There's symphonic swells and dips. What did you think? Yeah, the it starts off obviously like you mentioned with the self-titled track. Um, yeah, nine minutes, and it kind of starts off start off a little slow. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm sure this is one of those. It's nine minutes, and I already know that, so it's, I'm, I feel like it's gonna take a minute. And then loved it when it started kicking in. When the it it didn't like pick up as fast as I thought, but it still picked up enough to grab my attention it starts off with the bang but the one that they actually i think they just released this as a single just a few days ago um turn the light actually one of my favorites 
from this, which oh, is yeah. which is weird because you know how I am with the singles. Usually not a big fan, but Turn the Light that they just released as a single was actually one of my personal favorites. I loved both of those. Lux Prima to start off, uh, Turn the Light, one of the singles. But the first three, it kind of starts off Lux Prima, then Ministry, which is kind of slowed down a little bit, uh, kind of really laid back. And she starts kind of getting into, because didn't she have a baby, Karen? Oh, didn't she have a baby? And she kind of starts getting into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she uh, uh, she became a mother just a couple of years ago, um, around the time I think that she stepped away from Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's son Django in 2015. What a great name. She gets into some of her more maternal feelings, and, and I think that's where some of the warmth on the album comes from. But, um, you know, we got a press release that talked about her, her maternal feelings, and uh, I certainly saw those themes, but I think uh, for the for the most part the album is is uh not so specific as all that if that makes sense mm-hmm. she likes to find a uh, uh, a couple of words a couple of phrases that could have uh meaning in a lot of situations even if maybe something specific was in her mind mm-hmm. but often you know if you're feeling something different so like uh um a grid song for that might be um leopard's tongue Uh, the mix is really drum forward, especially at the beginning, and then it swells into the chorus, and she's just singing used up, and she says used up over and over again, and there's just like a novel's worth of emotions inside those two little words. This album finds Karen O exploring, as we mentioned, throughout this album, I mean, you know, bits and pieces, exploring her maternity and her womanhood um, and a rebirth and return to origins throughout this album. And I'm glad you mentioned uh, Leopard's Tongue. So let's kind of dig into, because um, I think we talked a little bit before this recording how much we loved it, and we'll get into our grades and all that later. Um, but let's start off with some things that, you know, what what are some things under your good category from this album? Um, okay, so... Almost every song, but uh, <laughs> favorites of mine were "We're Certainly Woman." It's got this just driving uh, drum. It's another really drum-forward mix, um, and she just she gnashes her teeth and just rips into this fucking beat. It's it's epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's a really powerful vocalist, and uh, the way she you know the way she uh, tackles. Yeah, so she's she's on this track. She snarls, "I'm a woman," and then just like vaults up a whole octave, and does and says, "What you see?" And it if there's it's kind of like a response to Ray Charles's "What'd you say?" <laughs> on "Hit the Road, Jack." I, and she's got some of that ferocity to her too. That that's one thing I did notice from here. It kind of obviously different. I would say different genre, different vibe a little bit, but very powerful voice, as I would say, as the same with Sharon Van Etten, where it's just really strong, obviously very clear. And I, I really loved her voice on Woman as well. Woman is one that I really enjoyed, but one of my uh, kind of highlights from here, and I don't know if you mentioned this, but Redeemer. Um, I told you before, I'm a rock guy. So, and I feel like Redeemer was one of the biggest, I, w- I would say most memorable rock with the drums and the the guitar in it i think redeemer was perfect for a rock person like me 
Yeah, uh, Danger Mouse was a big producer for the Black Keys. He's done uh, a couple of their uh, bigger albums. And uh, that song reminded me a lot of, of the Black Keys. Did you, did you hear that at all? A little bit. A like, little bit. It went like. back, and that was... Because uh, I know he worked a little bit with Beck as well, didn't he? Didn't, didn't he work with... Oh, Beck? He's, I, that sounds right. He's worked with everybody, man. He, yeah, pr- a little bit of everybody. Beck. Adele. Different genres, too. Yeah, I heard a lot of that on Redeemer, and that's why I enjoy that one so much. So kind of going back to your good category, because there's obviously, I'm sorry, there's not going to be a whole lot of bad that we get from this album, <laughs> at least at least on my end. I'll leave that to you. But um, another, you mentioned the drums on Woman. Um, you also, I also wanted to ask you to, um, let, let's go back to, let's go to the the end of the album, where we go to Nox Lamina, which again, I'm, I'm not good with Latin stuff. I don't know if you looked that up, what that means, but um, I'll leave that to you. Um, but I want to I, I like that because I like the open with Lux Prima and then the ending with this one. I feel like that was a perfect beginning and end. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know that my translation will be any more accurate than yours. But I, <laughs> I've been saying Knox Lumina. And um, as far as I can tell, it means something like night light. OK. Knox um, is, is definitely, you know, darker night. Um, and. Uh, so this song, it kind of mirrors that, that nine-minute opener, Lux Prima, mm-hmm. where it starts off softer, and then um, it sort of finds its shape when the drum kit comes in. And uh, uh, the drum kit is more uh, electronic, and the, and the overall sound seems more hip-hop or, or almost EDM-y rather than the, the really muscular uh, rock drums that we've mostly been relying on. And uh, Karen O finds this slinky little melody. It almost sounds like a, like a walking bass line from an old jazz song. <laughs> and the song is just sexy as hell. <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. That's why I said it kind of flows very well. And another thing that we both liked from this album altogether is that, it, okay, it's nine tracks, but it, it didn't really feel too short. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Because sometimes I hear, you know, EPs or, um, you know, maybe even albums that are sh- on the shorter side. And I'm just like, all right, that was too short. I mean, where's the, but this one I feel like flowed so well that I, I didn't feel like it was too short. I didn't get that feeling. No, no, no. And I think part of that has to do with um, the number of musical ideas that they cram into one song, like especially, um, uh, you know, Lux Prima and, and uh, Ministry is kind of like that and Nox Lumina. And uh, so, so the songs all feel like they're going somewhere. And I think when you do maybe a, a shorter album, having a couple of longer songs is a good way to to add some bones to that skeleton, but it really does feel meaty. It feels like there's a complete coherent statement and, and best of all, it leaves you wanting more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Karen O danger mouse with the great collaboration on this new album, Lux Prima. So uh, another thing I wanted to ask you about, cause you put this early on in your review and I didn't catch this cause I've seen this movie a variety of different times. So Karen O did some uh, contributions for the soundtracks for what, where the wild things are. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't I, know that. Yeah. She's, uh, 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 an interesting, <laughs> an interesting composer, and that one in particular, um, it was it was released under Karen O and the Kids, oh. um, but she was but she was the main uh, 
composer and songwriter. She worked with a couple of other writers. She worked with uh, Nick Zinner, uh, who she was in uh, Yeah Yeah Yeahs, and you know. But uh, she was the main composer doing almost all of the music that was in that movie. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I've seen that movie uh, about three times uh, with the kids, and yeah, I never. Never even thought of that. Learn something every day, man. That, that's why. That's why we got you, Ren Graves, here on the podcast, dropping dropping the gems. Um, so let's let, let's get into. I'm leaving this to you because I really couldn't. I tried so hard. I mean, the critic in me uh, tried to find something that I didn't necessarily enjoy or thought that something could have been a little bit different. Maybe some, maybe sometimes throughout, I felt danger mouse could have been involved a little bit more. I felt like Karen O overpowered him, which is, which is fair. I mean, it's Karen O and danger mouse, but I, I, you know, there were some moments in there, not no songs in particular, maybe the opening track, maybe, um, but kind of go into some things that fed under your bad category. Oh, I struggled to do that too. I guess I kind of thought um, sort of the opposite that if you if you uh, like me were a big Gnarls Barkley and Broken Bells fan, and, uh, that that some of this might sound a little familiar, like um, like he has certain mixes that he likes. He likes um, to put maybe a single instrument almost as forward as the vocals and. Um, he likes to kind of do those forward instruments more with a rock sound and then layering almost uh, in the background when he's doing the little synth accents and swells and samples and things. Um, he approaches with more of a, a hip-hop mind, um, just with the layering and the, and the uh, way that moments are highlighted. Um, and... I think if you if uh, if you've listened to a lot of his collaborations mm-hmm. over the years, you might f- hear a few moments where it's like, oh, you know, this would this would go great on Niles Barkley, or like, oh, I, I can hear James Mercer rocking out to this. And I think, you know, in some ways, when you've worked as much as he has, and when you have a bit of a distinctive style, some of that is inevitable. And ultimately, Karen O is so different from anyone else uh, he's worked with, and and just has such a huge personality and so much presence in her own right that it didn't matter and the songs felt fresh to me yeah and these two discuss first discussed a collaboration all the way back to 2007 so we've been waiting a while for this collaboration. <laughs> we've been waiting a long time for this collaboration to finally come together and then we have the nine track Lux Prima here today, March 15, 2019, by Karen O and Danger Mouse. So the overall verdict, man. What's your overall verdict from this album? I know we both mentioned that we want more, um, but what's your what's your overall verdict from this? I gave it an A minus. I'm kind of a sucker for that sort of <laughs> high gloss rock sound, you know, like Bowie in Berlin, those years or like L C D sound system. This is I have a personal weakness for this exact kind of music and I loved it. Yeah, I ended up giving it a B plus just because I'm really weird. I think the only A I gave, no, I didn't get it. I didn't give that an A either. But I thought I gave the a, an A to the Smashing Pumpkins album, um, Shining Oh So Bright. But I don't think I did either. I think I gave it a B plus. So this is right up there with a, I guess, a record breaking. I guess it's tying the record. I guess uh, for my highest rating here on Album of the Week. I gave it a B plus. Just absolutely loved it all the way through. And I'm one one of the my favorite things about doing this Album of the Week is I get to learn a lot more about artists. And, you know, in this case, drummer as well in Danger Mouse that I didn't I didn't know a whole lot about 
prior to this. I did know Danger Mouse. Obviously, he's worked, like you mentioned, a variety of different people. I've, I've known him from that. But I feel like this one, he got brought out a little bit more into the limelight. I got, got to know him a little bit more um, with his drums. And then Karen O, this is the first time, as I mentioned, um, where I got to really take in the entire album. Um, voice is so I mean, it's, it's so beautiful, so pure, and I had to give it a B plus. That that's that's as high as I could go. Maybe one day I'll give it an A minus, but um, that, that's just that's really high. Um, and You're I, a I've, tough nut to crack, Dedrick. I am, I am. Um, but great, great. I mean, B plus is fair. That's that's good. B plus. I isn't won't too argue bad. it. But yeah, B plus I, uh, isn't too bad. It's not I like want a, you to feel a little more joy in your heart sometimes. Yeah, I know, I know. You got to have a little critic in you. As the host, you got to have a little critic, but no, I I absolutely loved it. Um, B plus all the way through. So what what would be this? This was the hardest part. All right. So this this I say this for last. I, I mean, we always say this for last, but this was the hardest part for me was finding the essential tracks. Yeah, I went for four, which is maybe more than we're supposed to do. Ah, there's no there's no rules, <laughs> which, is, which is maybe like half of the album now that I think <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, out of um, nine songs. <laughs> I said, uh, I said, turn the light, woman, leopard's tongue, and Knox Lumina. What did you think? Okay, all right, fair enough. All right, so I got Redeemer. I'm a rock guy, man. I'm a sucker for that. So I got Redeemer. I got Lux Prima. I got Turn the Light, and I went Leopard's Tongue as well. So we actually had a few on there, but I, I had to throw in Redeemer. I'm surprised. What, what, what were? Um, because you didn't mention a whole lot about Redeemer. What did you, what did you think overall about that? Oh, I thought it was just a fun, muscular little rock song. <laughs> yeah, just wasn't enough I liked for it. wasn't enough for the essential tracks, though, huh? Oh, did I disappoint you, Dedrick? Will you ever bit. forgive me? A little bit, a little bit. I, I'll forgive you because I might be, end up talking to you next week again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, in all seriousness, though, Ren Graves joining us here. So, Ren, I know you're very busy. We've done two album of the weeks in a row. Um, what What do you have coming up here for Consequence of Sound? Uh, next up, I'm reviewing, uh, doing a classic review, a review of Madonna's Like a Prayer. And then um, I'm going to put together a list uh, for people who like Casey Musgraves and think maybe they're ready to get a little deeper into country. I'm going to put together a list for y'all. Ah, I love the lists. I love it. I love it. And a little Madonna. I think you mentioned that last week. So I'm again, I'm excited. I'm excited about that as well. Uh, Madonna is another one. I'm, I'm hoping that's an album of the week. I really am because I want to learn. I want to dig into that a little bit more. Maybe uh, Matt and Michael will hear this and be like, all right, well, I guess DC just requested that to be the classic <laughs> album of the week. So, hey, Ren, thanks so much for joining me again, man. Love talking to you every week. Uh, until next time, man. Always a pleasure, Dedrick. Thank you so much. Always fantastic stuff from my man Ren Graves, who has a fantastic review for the brand new album Lux Prima by Karen O and Danger Mouse up at consequencesound.net. Again, before we go, though, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are available. Make us one of your favorites by subscribing to the album of the week. And then scroll on down and leave us a review. Let us know what you guys are thinking. But the only way to keep up with the album of the week is we review the most topical release every week right here on the album of the week podcast and the Consequences Sound Podcast Network is by subscribing makes one of your favorites again i've been your host dedrick hendricks that'll do it this has been the album of the week consequence podcast network one in two women were the wrong foundation which one are you 
Get on the better looking side of those odds with Il Maquillage. Using AI, Il Maquillage virtually shade matches you to the perfect foundation. Their foundation has over 50,000 five-star reviews thanks to its luxe lightweight formula. And with 50 shades, there's a flawless finish for everyone. Take the Power Match quiz to find yours at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz.